Thank you for tuning in to Game Investing Radio. Today, let's talk about the recent acquisition of VGA, actually the CGA Group, which includes Video Game Authority, the longest running video game grader. So before we get started, I just wanted to welcome anyone that's new to the hobby. Today, we're going to talk about... Um, a large company coming into the hobby to buy a smaller grading company. And um, since this is a game investing podcast, we often talk about business industry and the, uh, the other side of the hobby. On our side, we've got collecting, investing, trophy hunting. On the other side, there's grading, distribution, retail, wholesale, uh, of course, auction houses as well. But today it looks like a distributor bought CGA. CGA is the Collectible Grading Authority Group. And they basically run a bunch of different brands. I wouldn't call them separate companies. Um, I'm making the assumption that this was started by a guy to basically uh, grade toys and he grew his company into grading video games, action figures, dolls, and diecast. So video game grading falls under the VGA brand, Video Game Authority, and then you've got action figures, AFA, collectible dolls, CDA, diecast authority, DCA, and then basically the company itself is called CGA, Collectible Grading Authority. We call them in the hobby VGA because that's where uh, a lot of the hobby sends in games to be graded that don't fit in WADA cases or most all of the graded games, let's say pre-2019. Because remember, WADA is basically in its third year as of today, October 14th, 2021. So this acquisition took place a couple days ago. I just wanted to do some research before... Uh, Dropping the podcast, they posted a uh, a press release yesterday saying that Diamond Comic Distributors acquired Collectible Grading Authority, and that's actually the headline, but it's not quite accurate. What really happened was Jeppy Family Enterprises, which is a large group of many, many companies, acquired CGA. So that's a little bit different than uh, Diamond, which is a comic distribution company buying VGA. So I just wanted to make that clear. Um, let's go ahead and take a look at Jeppy Family Enterprises. So this is a family business, a large family business. Um, according to Wikipedia, if you look up Steve Jeppy, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. G-E-P-P-I, I do believe that's Italian, and he was born in Little Italy in Baltimore in the 50s, so he's about uh, 71 today. He built an empire on the back of uh, the comic book industry, starting by quitting his job, opening a comic book store, and he said all his co-workers and colleagues laughed their heads off. So he started with a couple shops and with a couple really um i wouldn't say aggressive but more like sharp 
brilliant, large distribution deals, he was able to get into warehousing and expand rapidly um, in the comic industry. So he did found Diamond, I think, first, way back in the day. But today, if you look at the website, jeppyfamilyenterprises.com, or if you just Google Jeppy Family Enterprises, here is what they're doing as of today. Diamond Comic Distributors, Inc. So these are actually separate companies, whereas G CGA, you know, the Doll Authority, AFA, and VGA are all the same company, but different brands. So Jeppy is much bigger. They've got that corporation. They've got Diamond Book Distributors, Previews, Gemstone Publishing, Trade Magazine, Diamond Comic Distributors, Baltimore Magazine. So it looks like they're in publishing and distribution of books as well as comics and probably anything in print, which means they have a network of probably thousands and thousands of retailers as well as small distributors, large distributors, etc. And by the way, a master distributor is all the way at the top of the food chain would be ordering from people like DC and Marvel. And I asked an insider yesterday in the comic book industry, um, is Diamond the largest distributor in the world? And uh, do they carry Marvel and DC? Apparently, they do carry Marvel and DC, but as far as direct goes, it looks like that was something that may have ended recently as of maybe a year or two, maybe a year and maybe less than a year for uh, Marvel. But I think for a period of several decades, they were probably the number one dealer in the world for marvel and dc so it's amazing that they're still this big without a direct line into marvel and dc but i assume they're buying through other marvel and dc um distribution companies here in the states so in toys and games they list alliance game distributors and i do believe this would not be video games um there's another alliance distribution company that's the largest video game um distribution company in the world and that means they order from nintendo playstation microsoft and they sell to retailers this is a different alliance that's alliance entertainment this is alliance game distribution diamond select toys gentle giant and art asylum under multimedia they have a couple companies there and here's the interesting thing they have an auction house called hakes that is started to do a few video games so they're also in auctions so they're in distribution, they're in grading now, and they're in auctions. They also have Diamond International Galleries. And then at the bottom of their website, they've already added today Gerber, which is a comic book supply company. And they added to Gerber CGA, VGA, AFA, CDA, D DCA. And then it looks like they have five websites below that. I don't know much about these. Uh, there's a kid's comic website. There's a bookshelf website comic shop locator service comic fest and free comic book day so you know this company's running i don't know a couple dozen websites couple dozen um companies um couple dozen brands <clears throat> so how big are they are they as big as something like a collector's universe or a cgc or a blackstone or a jay-z uh, investment firm not quite I couldn't really find actual numbers, um, but 
It looks like Jeppy was on the cover of Success Magazine in 1994, which I assume was um, after the massive run-up in comics, and he had a $250 million empire, quote-unquote. And I guess he was co-owner of the Baltimore Orioles, so that's pretty high level. Um, Steve Cohen, the, the main primary guy behind Collector's universe that bought that with nat turner is also a co-owner in i do believe the new york mets to be a co-owner in a professional sports franchise you really need to almost be a billionaire most people are billionaires i think michael jordan might be close to or is a billionaire that's an example of someone who worked his way up but most people who own sports teams are way beyond the multi-millionaire millionaire status. So we're talking eight figures usually. So if his empire, if the Jeppy Family Enterprise empire that just bought BGA, et cetera, was worth a quarter billion, let's say 25 years ago, let's just assume this is a billion dollar enterprise. So this means we've got another billion dollar player coming in to the collectible space in the secondary market because up until now they were doing distribution, which is primary market, retailing, primary market, you know, um, that's first party, direct from the manufacturer to the retailer. So brand new products, whatever cases, pallets. But on the grading side, this is all secondary market. So that's really interesting that we've got, you know, big, big, big players coming into the secondary market, the collectibles market. It's not like he's jumping into video games, but maybe we can assume that with these type of resources, they're going to tune up CGA and elevate VGA. Let's just assume that the press release from VGA already knew that last week when they dropped the news that they were going to revamp the website, release a population report, allow people to submit their games online quickly, like with WADA, stuff like that. Um, I assume that that announcement applies across the board to all CGA's business, which to me suggests that this deal had been going on for a while. And these news uh, press releases are, you know, calculated moves to announce a progression of good news to basically, you know, elevate the brand. So what does this mean with a new investor in the collectible space? I think this is good news. We talked about it on podcast. I mean, uh, Clubhouse last night. We think it's good news. We think this will elevate VGA. Um, we think that competition in grading is good. Um, as, a, as a collector investor, trophy hunter, you know, maybe we are looking for more population data, uh, higher quality cases, shorter turnaround times, and hopefully lower fees, lower insurance costs, um, lower grading fees, lower value premiums, stuff like that. And then hopefully some economy tiers come in, maybe, uh, you know, WADA brings those back. Maybe CGC drops with that. Maybe VGA brings back their lower tier services because right now it's about $100 a game. Or I should say item. It, it could be even be a software. It doesn't have to be a game. It could just be a piece of media, I guess, is what you could say. They're even doing VHS tapes. 
I don't know if they've announced um, the tiers on that and the pricing, but that obviously has to come way down. $100 per pop would be too much for a VHS tape. So now that we know that the the company that now owns the CGA group, we can estimate is a billion dollar type of company or at least a half billion dollar type of company. How big is CGC and what do they bring to the game in terms of video game grading, overall grading? I, uh, I tried to find some numbers on that. And let's just start with WADA because last night someone was saying, well, WADA, you know, might be able to do 500 games a day. What does that mean? 500 games a day times 300 days a year, that's only 150,000 games per year. PSA, and this isn't a rumor, this was printed in a press release or an email, PSA is up to 35,000, let's say, flat, you know, cardboard flats per day. That could include autographed items as well. I'm not sure of the breakdown, but let's just say 35 items. So 35,000 items. So that's, you know, what WADA is doing in a year is five days for PSA. And that gives you an idea of stuff like, well, if they drop a pop report, how robust it is. You know, how much data is in the WADA pop report? I'm dying to see it. But how much data is going to be there? Well, maybe it's 100,000 pieces of data, you know. Um, so where does CGC, CGA stand? I'm sorry, this is getting crazy with this alphabet soup. CGA. CGA versus CGC. VGA versus WADA. Okay. Here's what I found on the press release. You can find it Bleeding Cool, um, posted October 13th by Rich Johnston. He basically said um, something really interesting about CGA. He wrote that CGA has been in the business for 20 years. And I looked this up. It looks like CGA did start in, in the year 2000, but I believe that was probably toys and action figures so they got into video game grading in 2008 so here's here's what that means that means that they have more population data more experience touching sealed games and maybe some qualifieds than any other company on the planet and they have a first mover advantage what that means is that they will have more data in their pop report but i'm assuming that because there's so much data they are working on an overall pop report across all of the grading brands, which would be VGA, AFA, CDA, DSA. So across those four grading brands, CGA has graded about a half million items. So, you know, a half million items divided by, let's say, 20 years. That's only 25,000 items a year. But remember that WADA is on pace, let's say, recently to do about 15,000 items per year. So that's a significant number. Um, CGA has been pumping out slabs and they're up to a half million. So I'm really looking forward to the population reports. Um, I might even poke around the AFA, CDA, DSA population reports, stuff like Hot Wheels, Barbie dolls, Star Wars figurines, just to see. Because if we can assume there's a half million total, total, then we can get, 
you know, kind of some estimates for where is the video game grading going overall, like overall numbers, like how many slabs are out there period across the eight grading companies? What's the acceleration looking like? What is the distribution looking like? What is the bell curve going to look like? And the reason we want to look at these things is to help you, whether you're a collector, investor, or trophy hunter, to draw those lines on the target you're looking at to determine whether or not that's a trophy, an investment, or something for your collection. And I think it's really important because you can't just say, well, if it's a 9.0 or above, it's an investment grade game. Oh, well, maybe not. Maybe if it's a 9.4 Zelda TM, it's a trophy. But if it's an 8, it's investment grade, which means a 6 is worth collecting. So it really depends on the title. And I think the data from VGA, if it comes first, is going to be the biggest eye opener in terms of a statistical analysis you and I can break down that can help you build your portfolio for your collection, for the stuff that you might want to flip, and then maybe one or two trophies that you're thinking of holding 10 years that you want to be, you know, really confident that you have the top piece on the planet or maybe the top three or five, make sure it's not over 10, stuff like that. So I think this is good news. A half million items of data is really going to be awesome. And I'm assuming that, you know, they got the green light to tune these uh, popular population reports and websites up. I do believe that we're talking about four websites. Um, it's not just CGA. So, you know, it's, it's AFA has its own website, CDA, DSA. So I can assume that each one of these websites is going to have a front end for its own population report. But on that assumption, I would assume that on the back end, it's the same database. So that's probably what they're working on right now. That's my assumption. That's what we do on the podcast. We use speculation assumptions to try to determine what to do as our next moves moving forward as game investors. So let's look at the Jeppy Family Enterprises official press release and see if there's anything else that can help us um, going forward with the exciting Q4 news that I've dropped on the last podcast if you didn't hear. Stuff like population rumors, uh, catalysts that are coming up, you know, 10 or more large auction with several record-breaking uh, bubbling titles that are going to rock the market again. Assuming the economy holds, it should be a real good couple of months. So Jeppy did the same thing. They verified for over 20 years. CGA has served more than 10,000 collectors, investors, dealers, auction firms, toy makers, that's interesting. Are they actually slabbing stuff coming from toy manufacturers? That's really interesting. Grading close to a half million items. High quality acrylic tamper-proof protection. So that might be something they can tune up. Um, I'm not sure if that's really true. I've actually heard that you can break these cases open and do a switcheroo. So uh, I would consider WADA number one in tamper-proofing, but... I would consider the VGA bell curve statistical database of population data the number one in the world. It's going to be the most robust. Um, I would say WADA would be second. And then CGC, I assume, is going to get flooded out of the gate. And if they're going to drop that pop report six months afterwards and they're doing a thousand items a day, 
maybe they can drop, you know, a pop report with 10,000 data points in it, which I think is probably the cutoff. I think you're going to need 10,000 data points to really drop a pop report, which tells me CGC serious because they're targeting something like, let's get to 10,000 data points as quickly as possible. What's our business plan to get to 100,000? Because now CGA is telling everybody in the industry, we've done a half million items and PSAs, you know, out there with 35,000, which is just a, a mind blowing number. So to close out the podcast, I think we should, um, we should mention something that has come up in the Carl Jobst video and it, it has caused so much hate in the hobby. And that is vertical integration in a private market. And it's been called market manipulation, but in other industries, this happens all day long. You know, I mean, Amazon runs a website, they run warehouses, they run delivery trucks, they manufacture, they, they made cell phones, they make Kindles, they sell those direct to customer, they cut out the middleman. They are vertically integrated. They do receive hate too. But what I'm saying is in business, vertical integration is the game. I mean, you walk into your local Safeway, your grocery store, your Costco, what do you see next to the name brands? You see a brand created by the retailer and that is legal. That's allowed. You're allowed to buy and sell from the same suppliers. You're allowed to create products right next to your competitors or your community of dealers or your retailers. And that's what's happening here today. And reserved investments on YouTube's reaction was up until yesterday, I thought VGA was the most ethical. Well, actually, he was talking about CGA as a whole, AFA and VGA primarily, was the most ethical grading company on the planet up until yesterday because they weren't in retail. So did that change yesterday? That really did cause an uproar when Collector's Universe bought Golden Auctions and WADA within almost the same month. And um, I've poked around on CGC and it sounds like, I don't know, it sounds like they have a stable of people that can buy and sell, but I don't know if employees can buy and sell. And then we start getting into nitpicking of, well, what about a director, a friend of employee, a friend of a friend, a dealer? You know, where do you draw the line of who can buy and sell what? And the way I look at it, if you want to buy and sell something and you're not allowed to, it doesn't matter. You just get a friend to do it, a dealer to do it, a contact to do it, someone in the community to do it, an affiliate to do it. I mean, it's not going to stop, quote unquote, market manipulation, if that's what you really think is going on. But now that we have several billion dollar companies in the game, we've got five to six full-blown auction sites. We've got eight grading companies and then probably 30 if you include stuff like trading cards with Mario on them or Zelda. How can you manipulate, you know, let's say $10 billion worth of players across 50 brands? Um, how do you really manipulate that by buying and selling one game to here or there? You can pump stuff. But, uh, you know, where is the dumping is what I'm, I'm trying to figure out. You know, where is the dumping? So I guess that's the scary part of what happened yesterday is that the, I don't know what we're going to call it, the Jeppy Group. The Jeppy Group, which is 
also VGA now, also owns a place called Hakes. And it looks like they actually acquired Hakes. So they didn't actually start Hakes. This was added to the portfolio of the family companies. And Hakes has been around since 67 and is a diversified auction company. So they're a retail, you know, and um, they sell video games. So let's look at the divisions that they have and what you can do at Hakes. So they got a couple video games on the auction today that's ending, I do believe, in 20 days. So early November. They've got some WADA games, Atari. They've got a Super Mario 3, 6.5, um, complete in box. And they got a Tetris. So, you know, they've got a handful of games here. It looks like they're just starting out. They've got a VGA, uh, looks like a console, WADA games. And then they got a couple uh, Street Fighter and G.I. Joe Capcom AFA graded Um toys i guess is what you would call these well are these toys yeah a crimson cruiser official video game characters so it looks like this is good news because it looks like we always talk about crossover and new money coming in and how that's really smart if you're going to invest in something to think about the new money from the sports card industry new money coming over from comic books so with this acquisition you can bet your bottom dollar that all these comic book shops that um that the Jeppy family supplies through diamond might get introduced to the concept of grading through AFA and then they might get curious about VGA because I'm 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 almost going to guarantee that a lot of comic book people that walk into a comic book store have played video games so if you see stuff like a VGA case or a console or a controller or maybe an action figure in a comic book store and you're a comic book guy coming over a girl you might be interested in vga and that's what's happening at hakes it's actually hakes.com h-a-k-e-s.com so hakes has comic books original art star wars baseball political action figures ccg tcg superheroes coins and currency autographs third-party graded sports cards and video games. Those are the main sections on the site. I assume you can consign there just like the other auction houses. And here's something that appears to be their competitive advantage, and that is featured collections. So it sounds like um, they are able to offer pedigrees and name collections and do it regularly because they're they're listing quite a few here. Um, here's a collection of Americana. So they got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. They almost got 10 current collections running. And, you know, like I just clicked on this one here. This is a guy that's been collecting since he was 11. He collected since the 60s and he's got his whole collection up here. It's not a massive collection, but, um, you know, it's I'm assuming one owner type of stuff silver bronze age you know from a true collector and that that's something that i would like to see in video games which is is a little more difficult because we don't really have a lot of people that have graded first you know first i guess first release or whatever you want to call it one owner people that actually bought the game at the shop graded it held it in a collection and then sold the whole thing 
We don't have a lot of that in video games, but that could be something that we could look forward to. So let's close up with that. Like, what can we look forward to with this acquisition? What I'm thinking is that, that with Hakes and the network that the family has, let's hope for crossover from Americana, uh, the comic book hobby, um, possibly original art political, uh, Hakes auctions, as well as that retail side, because that's really strong. They're going to be much stronger with the retail than somebody like um, the CGC or Collectors Universe owners who are, you know, those guys are from Wall Street, basically. Um, Diamond has an inroad to pretty much probably every comic book store in the world, indirectly or directly. So they could really roll out stuff like catalogs or mailers or marketing material to owners and owners could start being the boots on the ground that expand our hobby and kind of bring in the comic book and toy arena. So I think that's a really good positive. I think anytime new money comes into the hobby, it's a really good thing. And then on the other thing that we're hoping for with VGA, obviously is the pop reports, tuning up the website to make your submissions easier, possibly something like registration sets i hope i don't know if cgc drops them will vga too i have no idea but it seems like vga has the advantage with the data to where they could do a lot with the uh half million slabs that they've done over the last you know couple of decades so try something new try something new and poke around hakes.com um that's the new auction site in town as of today and, uh, you know, poke around the VGA website and get ready to submit if they tune that up and get ready for those pop reports because you can become a master.